Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anyway, Got a little bit of vodka drool on the mic here. Oh, I hate that. That's disgusting. I always, I always notice uh, when you do a shot, um, you have like this little breath thing that you do right after. So like, and I can yeah, tell it's, it's like the, uh, you know how, when you were growing up and you would watch, you know, uh, some elder in your life, take a sip of Sprite or something and go, ah. and then that's like all you do for the next like 30 Dude. minutes is just take a drink and then go, ah. take a drink and then go, ah. and it's, you're annoying everyone around you, but you think it's what you're supposed to do after you take a sip of something. We had a person in our life in the past who I noticed that it, it was like that episode of how I met your mother, where you notice a thing about a person and then it's all you see. I forget what they call it in, in How I Met Your Mother. It's like the, they have like a, a, a name for it. And it's the title of the episode, the, the Shatterbreaker. Or the, oh, the, oh, yeah, that makes know, sense. Like, yeah. uh, you, well, and I noticed. Fuck. Now I want to know. Well, you keep talking. This, I'll see if I can this find This old out. friend of ours, uh, every time he would sip something, he'd go, he wouldn't he wouldn't do the ah, but he'd, like, you'd, he'd do like a weird breath right after every drink. And I noticed it and it was un bearable it was one of those things where i was like i can't be around this person when they're drinking anymore uh but to to point it out and observe it it was weird you couldn't really you couldn't really explain to them what they're doing but it's literally after every drink they'd be like <sighs> it was just like a, a, a reaction to where they would take a deep breath after drinking it seemed like a survival instinct it's so rough i think well the episode is called uh spoiler alert but they um but whenever one or more of the groups has one of these quirks pointed out to them the sound of glass shattering is heard representing the shattering of their illusions so maybe yeah. it's just the illusion shatterer or something but i like that it's uh it's kind of like what i've done with your whole um word association crutch oh. which i think is a good way to kick this episode off <laughs> folks well, uh dave and i when we're setting up the pod we like sit in silence we're just he's he's doing like something fiddling with his iPad. I'm over here plugging in shit. And you would if you walked in on this, you would think that like there was bad blood in the air. There's, but we're beefing. Really, what it is is we don't want to accidentally say the 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 thing, the podcasting quip that would propel us into fame and fortune. Right. Um. And we're gonna, then, we're gonna we're gonna spill the beans and not record it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because everything we say is so important, and cool, and gold, and gold. Yeah. That being said, I'm trying to get the oh. best, 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 best out, my friend. So we're going to kick this uh, episode off. Let's begin. I'm going to say some words, and he's going to associate with them. That be gold, and yeah, uh, I'd be old if all the things I found, I bought, then I sold. Uh, yeah, I'm getting old and growing mold all over my fat folded rolls. Whoa, there's mold growing in between my fat folds, and you know that's just not cool. And I'm cold, Whoa. I need a sweater on right now My feet, I had to go and get some house shoes Yeah, it's cold, so my fucking <laughs> lips are blue I need to wear a sweater or a hoodie Yeah, you know me, I'm smoking on that good sea good On sea. that good tree, yeah Uh, yeah, and somebody please uh, hook me yeah, up Yeah, I'm wearing a hoodie, I'm at Sam Goody Buying CDs, and next thing you know I get some weed, it's full of seeds But we gotta pick them out and fucking get it litty I'm feeling shitty. Box Cutter by Lethal Needle. 
Ooh, a classic. A classic. Um, Classico. Well, David, the other day uh, I was at a concert and I saw the most talented pianist. The most talented penis jerking? There we go. We're, that's one down. Um, that one's so you know, obvious. Um, I, I feel stupid saying that one, how obvious. But yeah, I know that you want me to go for the obvious. Well, 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 you know, it's one of those things where I want you to also to recognize this this stupidity that you feel. And then, like, why don't you feel that <laughs> when I'm not making it a bit? Um, In context, it, it's usually more funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you throw me a dumb uh, a sentence that's obviously going to be like dick related, then yeah, it seems dumb. But if you're saying it in a in a in a in a normal sentence, and then I jump to the dick, then you know, reverse cowgirl. Sure, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool with that. Um, one might argue that uh, that explanation you just give gave will be lost to the annals of time. <laughs> you mean like. Anal butt plugs. Woo! Judith over here gagging on the mic. Yeah, I tried to use the mic to support her a little bit, but it's really not not helping. I'm a little nervous. Don't you, use you going this. over there to shift her head with the blunt in your hand. I'm like, you're gonna murder our third mic over here and burn I don't a want, hole into her. I don't want you using a mic, which is a metaphor for a phallic thing, supporting our female representation. That seems incorrect. Right, and you, you'll notice that we have the mic pointed directly at her coccyx. I don't know what coccyx is. I mean, I know you want me to say something about a, a cock right now. Cock fight with Woo! our with our swords. Woo! All right. Um. Uh. Fiduciary. Uh. Uh. Fuck. Douche. Scary. All right. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the end of that bit. I think we've, we've progressed. We got, do you the know what a fiduciary out. is? Like something to do with uh, business legal stuff. I don't no, know. It's actually like a really important person in your investment team. If you have investments. So sort of where I was going. You have a fiduciary who is a person who is legally obligated to act in your best interest. The majority of people who work in investments are not obligated to work in your best interest. So most people who well, are in fact they almost it's for the most part they're trying to work against your interest because they're they're, yeah, they're they're in control of the money. They want as much of it as they can get. Not that they're not necessarily working to make you money. They're working to um, get you to buy the products that are associated with their brokerage. So it's like let's say I work for Fidelity Investments and I'm not a fiduciary. I'm trying to get you to invest in the Fidelity Mutual Funds instead of getting you to invest <coughs> in what makes you the most money. <coughs> Sorry. That's crazy, dude. Woo! I don't know why we're hitting this anymore. Yeah, let's put that out. Yo, I'm a fiduciary and I'm legally obligated. It's scary. I need to invest in what is best for my clients. And yeah, I wear a bulletproof vest. Yeah, I got a bulletproof vest on with my fiduciary. My fiduciary's my mom, and it's scary. Whoa. She's in charge of my gold bonds and all of my stocks. I don't know what. Yeah, I invest my funds with my madre. Uh, she also acts as my padre. Uh, I went to San Diego, went and caught a game of the San Diego Padres. Uh. Padre rhymes with Padre. It's great. I'm gonna use it. Let's put food. It's great. I love it so much. Let's get. Uh, it's great. Everything I do <laughs> is fucking great. Uh, 
Yeah, it's great, it's delicious. Yeah, I'm like Sid Vicious. Uh, with the way I fucking uh, hit kids. Right. Yo, I'm illness. I'm beating them because I'm Sid Vicious. I mean, at least I'm not eating them delicious. High Above by Piper Beats. Um, I mean, I appreciate you preparing a couple words. Right, you know, uh, it's one of those things. Uh, let's see, you do better segment. Pass off to Dave. Yeah. Dave's, Dave's turn for a segment. Here we go. I, 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 the switch. I knew I was going to get super high and maybe have a drink on this pod, so I was like, all right, the only way that I can do that comfortably without feeling anxiety is by writing a bunch of talking points. Hell yes. Uh, and they're all just literally shit that happened that I'm just going to expand upon. Well, way to really just... B- Make your own bit seem like it sucks before no. you even take it off the ground. There. This this one kills. Uh, I opened the store that I work at today. Literally a minute later, a man came into the store, looked at me, and and in a British accent said, "You're not that smart. I'm off," and turned around and left. What? And I was perplexed because for a second I was like, "What the fuck did that guy just say?" But then me and the other people in the store all started laughing and were like, I think he said, you're not that smart. I'm off. And I was like, based on my appearance, this dude supposed that I am retarded or something and was like, no, I'm leaving. Just the sight of me made this Brit turn around and say, I'm offing my deck and leaving. Does this guy want his, the person giving, getting him a, a cell phone plan? He needs his person to, to be like a fucking doctor or something? Like, what does he expect here? Like, well, here's you're going to Verizon to get a phone or whatever. Like, you, you want them to be a brain surgeon? I just don't know what you would suppose that I don't know about phones based on my appearance. Like, usually people in tech are like... You've got glasses on. Right. And I, you're wearing a Verizon uniform. That's got, all... Like, I'm like, the, the glasses are a bonus. Got, the uniform is all I need to assume this guy knows at and, least how to sell me a phone. And I'm Middle Eastern, which is something that is stereotypically common in tech. Like, But people, maybe not in England? No, there's a bunch of Middle Eastern people in, in England. They I didn't have say more, there wasn't Middle Eastern people in it. Don't put these words in my mouth. You mean Dave. Middle Eastern people in tech in England? I'm, I'm talking about their perception of... Arabs over no, there is, no. might be different than our perception. No, I think they view them as as tech intellectuals as well. Techerists. Uh, so, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, uh, he's uh, not funny. Democrat techs. How does that? What? Where is that an Arab? Where's the Arab joke in that? At least I went for like a racist. Dated, you included. Like, well, I guess I made mine more about politics, dude. Sue me. Are they? Are they a politics? Are they a democracy over there? Technesians. <laughs> Tech nine. Let's just. No, no. Tunis- I thought we got the lead out already. Tunisia. That was the whole point of the bit at the beginning. No, I hit it that last time. Tunisia is in the Middle East. Technesians. Oh, I thought you were doing a Tekanina joke. Uh, Technesia is bad. Speedum. Te- oh, my God. Speedum. <laughs> Um. Uh. What's that other song where he has a bunch of girls with? I'm fragile. Oh no, that's a different. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You're thinking of. Uh, so dope they wanna. So dope they yeah, wanna. So dope, so dope they, they wanna, wanna fuck. It's like um, that like that's the rubric. I'm so dope they wanna have sex with me. <laughs> Which is, I'm not gonna take anything away from that. I agree that that is a level of dopeness that I'm not at. But it's like. Uh, I'm so dope that they want to have sex with me. Uh, It it doesn't seem like a high bar for a famous rapper. It's a high for us, definitely. Should I play the the hook for that really quick? 
Sure. Why the fuck not? I, that's guess, the level, I guess we're at that point. In that's this the point that this podcast, podcast has come. We to. haven't. I feel like we weren't there, but now we're we're sort of shoveling ourselves into there. What if I talk about? What if I talk about the the fucking? Uh, I could talk about the. Uh, video shoot i did like i'm desperately trying to not get in like this is this is three <laughs> this lazy shit is three quarters pot in material we're only one quarter in barely we haven't even fucking started this shit is scary david why would you do this to me you're hairy yo we suck so dope no, you don't want to on you bro <laughs> I'm, I'm joining the both of us yo i'm generalizing I'm surviving this freestyle, it's enticing. Generalizing, I've been crying at the state of mind I'm in. I wish that I could find some men to do the pod that don't like Speedem or other Tech Nine. My current state of mind is going on YouTube and Googling Tech Nine. I mean, YouTubing. I've been screwing. My Googling, yo, because of the Britain man. The British man, he was British and he understands that David is skittish with his brain. In fact, I'm he off. doesn't know and he's off. He's about to leave. Sorry, bro. Your ass is about to bleed. I, I kind of still want to talk about the British guy. We still had like stuff to say about the British. Okay, first off, I dated a British girl once. That I was guess, cool. I guess ethnically she wasn't British, but she grew up in England. Not that that matters to the story, but. Does it matter? <laughs> But here's the thing, if you were to say, if you were to be devil's advocate and say, you know what, Dave and the Brits, kind of not a, a good meshing, I'd be able to say, no, I dated a Brit. That's the And that's, it ended on amazing terms. Yeah, yeah, very good terms. I'm friends with the family. Yeah, so what it's do, like you have to end it on good terms. Yeah. We made a song produced by a Brit. We've done that multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> this is pro-Brit pod. Let's just say this is Brit Pride Month. <laughs> um, We're not taking that away from anyone, are we? Oh man, there's got to be something with Brexit. Uh, domes it. Ah, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> Again, folks, it's almost like me doing the bit at the at the beginning made it worse. Brexima Brexamania. <laughs> it's like I got him in that headspace somehow. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know what? England's better in in, in movies. England's better if it just stays over there. Yeah. Am I right, Dave? I like I like England at a distance. They, they say uh, across the pond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I they don't know what how to measure bodies of water. Right. What is that like? Fucking morons. Is that a bunch of uh, uh, leaders of ocean? Come on. Get the fuck out of hey, here. Hey, leaders. Wait, are you saying they use leaders or we use leaders? They use leaders. We also use leaders. We, we use it occasionally. Leaders isn't. Is leaders not metric? No, no. It's official. No, leaders is metric. But, Officially, but is, we do ounces, though. It's all ounces over here. How we, come? How come? No, no, you're right. I we, always hear like, I'm going to go. Pick up a two liter of Mountain Dew and that's go a thing. fuck my cousin. You're right. But like we primarily do like 40 ounce, uh, the 36. Yeah, but you wouldn't say 16. I'm going to go get a half liter of this. You call it a liter when it's a liter. Do, I, do they say half liter instead of like, no, I'm get a 30 they would, ounce? you would say 36 ounces or something like, or yeah, 30 ounces. So they do it the exact same way we do it when no, it comes no. to fluids. No, no. Sorry. I thought you were asking about us. They do only liters. So they they, they will say let me get a, let me get a quarter liter of. They, they'll say point five. They'll say point seven. They'll I say, need a quarter liter of Coke. Yes, 
It, that sucks. I don't think they'll say it like that because or they say pop. It no, it'll be <laughs> the, it'll be in a can already. Like they're they're probably not going to a gas station. The whole like sir, what about like at Starbucks? Do they say tall, grande? Uh, whatever. I think the, that's international. Okay. That's uh, cool. Should I should I safari that? Should I googs well, it? Yeah, I mean, I don't really care that much, <laughs> <laughs> dude. The other day, I oh, it was here. It was on this pod. I remember being like. I had a good, uh, I had a good Starbucks pun. Oh, I'm into that. Well, you said I think it was something about Ariana Grande being fat, and you were like Ariana Grande, and I was like Ariana <laughs> Venti. That fucking. I got me again. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a killer, dude. Let's fucking write that down. Do an open mic. The last beat was Epidemic by more, EDBA. More like Ariana Venti, am I right? <laughs> that's the thing. That joke would only work on Twitter in the event that she gets fat, like in the future. You, oh. know, you know how Kelly Clarkson got fat? Like, if, yeah, yeah. if Kelly Clarkson's last name was Grande, we that could be like, lent, more yeah. like Kelly Venti. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed uh, somebody gets... Yeah, someone it. just ruins her self-esteem. Although I don't think that's going to happen because she's literally had like the craziest history of boyfriends and she still seems like she's a strong, independent woman. So I don't think that woman's self-esteem is going anywhere. And bringing it back to the Oscars, which has been on a topic of conversation. Has, she has that was, happened yet? She was in a Oscar-nominated movie recently. That Don't Look Up movie, which I don't really think was worthy of an Oscar. No, in fact, uh, Amy Schumer had a pretty good bit uh, or a pretty good one-liner when she did her, like, I think she was presenting one of the awards and she said, don't look up. I guess uh, that they should have uh, named that movie Fuck. Talk about ruining the punch of another person's joke when the fucking beat comes. What? That's the worst case scenario. First of all, you are fucking telling someone else a joke and next thing you know it's broke. You ruining the punch makes me want to punch my goddamn face and drink a glass of punch. Whoa. Yeah, that Whoa. would be so fun. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. I'm on a munch Whoa. on some Whoa. Ben & Jerry's, bro. Whoa. Ben & Jerry's shit is scary. I am fucking feeling barely. Whoa. I'ma go to the Oscars and fucking hit Amy Schumer. Yeah. And then I'm gonna comb her hair and tell her that I'm sorry and I care. And that I'll never hit her again. And I love her till the very end. Amy Schumer is a boomer loser. loser. Yeah, you know loser. me. Yeah, loser. she's also a boozer. But yeah. if she wants to maybe help us out and come on That'd to our great. pod, that we would take it back and we would love her and we'd call her God. Amy, I'm, I'm really sorry for what I just said. No, in fact, she had a good... I was trying to get to the one-liner that it. was good until this beat rudely interrupted this me. This beat fucking vendetta by that kid Goron That sucks. bastard beat whose ba jokes are bad and he, I hate the way that he fucking walks in the door and probably, he's like, yeah, uh, hey guys, I'm home. Probably beats his beats. Beats his beats. Like you said he comes home and then he could be like a domestic abuse kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. That was a stretch, definitely. It was definitely rough. But, um... Yeah, so she's like, "Don't look up." More like, "Don't no one don't look up the reviews for this movie <laughs> or something like that." <laughs> and it was, That's pretty funny. I feel like the way I told it was funnier. Yeah, yeah, no, you killed it, dude. Amy Schumer is rounding out. I, I, there were so many like like black Twitter's having a heyday with her uh, after after the Oscars. Like they like so, her more. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's just, 
just, I mean, she's getting, she's getting dragged. Let's oh, be real. I thought it's because black guys like, you know, thick white girls. Well, that is kind of a bigger, that's, that's, a, that's kind of the, the joke that is, yeah. They're okay. Like, it's like, yo, put Amy Schumer in, in, a, in a, some cookie monster pajama pants <laughs> in, a, in a Walmart and it's game over for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit. Yeah, I like that. You ain't black. Uh, you're not, and that's the, the we shouldn't be speaking about. The speaking of black, you're gonna hate me for this. Uh, me and Alex stayed up late shopping for backpacks. Oh, I thought you were talking about a different Alex. <laughs> for a second, I was like, who is he talking about? You and I, you fucking dumb this was, idiot. This was last night. I remember it now. I bought the Carhartt backpack. You bought it in black. Yeah, that's a bummer. I knew that he was going to be pissed, but it's, you know. It's okay. I know you did it just to spite me, and that also makes me feel good. It's also the color of my favorite porn site. Uh, BlackCarHeartBackpacks.com. <laughs> that's that's weird, because I wouldn't expect that to be it. Blacked.com, dude, oh, okay? I, yeah, no, I, I think most people got it without me making I punched it up with adding a punchline. I think in uh, Blacked.com, they um, pick specific settings for the video how black do you want them they they, they, they make the con They've got a little slider a slider that you can pick the, the shade they they mess with the contrast so that the black guys look blacker and, and the, the white, white girls, girls look, look whiter. whiter hell yeah they do something there to just really add to the cinematic <laughs> contrast oh man uh one of our unreleased freestyle videos was oh yeah dude about uh blacked.com it's probably and a banger here's the thing it's finished it exists we just afterwards david and i had to watch it take a step back look <laughs> just look at each other look at the video watch it again look at each other gonna be like we can't put this out i think it was both gay and racial like there was too there was too much going on there plus i, I had a whole bunch of like funny like metaphors i was i was doing my best to not actually show anything that was like explicitly pornographic or anything so i'd have like trains a big black train going into a tunnel <laughs> or uh like a, a black rooster like attacking something right, which is, like it was it was good shit but at which, the end of the no, day no. and you know what <laughs> that is that what you were doing there was really deep which is one of the prime uh values of black.com is going deep no, that's a lot. You ain't black. <laughs> uh, you know, we were talking about how my AC was fucked. Uh, and um, yes. I went to get it looked at. I was like, who's AC? He knows another AC. <laughs> Aaron Carter. Uh, Aaron oh, Carter's I, fucked. Talk about a fucked up AC. Uh, but anyway. I went to get my AC looked at. You know how much this dude quoted me? Guess how much this dude quoted me. $420.69. Is that what you got quoted? I'm just, it's my guess. Well, no, add a thousand to that. So fourteen hundred, and you've had this experience. The dude was like, "We need to also replace the computer in the car, oh, because the compressor's not reacting bitch. to the existing computer." Okay, well, luckily, oh, I don't know how it works with electric cars, but, right? Because I mean, you bought you bought a computer. Yeah. Eventually, I had to sack up and get my computer fixed. It was a bummer, and so I had to go on the internet, and I had to find and get a computer. Yo, I got a computer. Yep. Uh, yep. day yep. off, Ferris Bueller. Uh, yeah, so that my AC can get fixed. Uh, I need a fix. I got them broken computer blues. 
what it do I gotta give you some news You gotta take it in and fix it for a hundred grand or less I don't know, I just wish you the best God damn. Uh, I'm at the mechanic, I'm feeling mad sick Because the dude, he's been acting frantic And throwing numbers that were above a thousand And yo, that makes me wanna eat some thousand Above island. a thousand, that shit is astounding That bitch, you should drown him Fucking kill <laughs> him and his kids and the kids, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry about that, Eerie Skies, who made the beat that was called Go nah, Easy. I think Eerie Skies. I, I was one of our better ones. I was, I was getting into I, I feel like people will listen to that and have more respect for me. Yeah, you know, they'll, because they'll, of how good I was. They'll, they'll hear that and they'll miss Mac Miller. Yeah, what? Because that's the type beat that it was. Oh. This, <laughs> all, of, all of this dude's beats are obituaries to Mac Miller. And just imagine that beat playing. And then a picture of Mac Miller smiling, holding a cigarette, kind of in the sun. And then you just want to cry and be like, this is a bummer. Did you want to come down to this terribly sad level nah, with this man. beat? No. In fact, we were on a good level, and then you brought it there. The beat, we had made it a, we had made it a positive <laughs> thing. And then you, for no reason, was like, let's just think about Mac Miller real quick. <laughs> Do you guys want to get depressed? I couldn't, I won't, here's the thing, I can't listen to that beat without just feeling emotional about fentanyl. They're just making it about you. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Guys, let's talk about my childhood. Edgy day. Somebody sent me a video of my childhood this weekend. Damn, and that must be a long video. <laughs> what is that, like fucking eight years? It was a video of me dancing at a wedding, and listen, I was, I was at least like. <laughs> no, dude, that's just a popular meme. Listen, that... I was five or six, obese. Like, I am literally an obese baby. Like, that child has diabetes. It's crazy how fat I am. He's, he's, he's literally referring to that meme of, of the kid with the sunglasses dancing at the wedding. That was actually David. That, that, I don't know what meme you're talking no, about. No, you do. It's one of those, this is one of those things where it's, I show him the meme. And if and I Google it, I'll find it? it I, well, it's like, you'll find, yeah, yeah, kid, kid with glasses dancing. You're immediately going to be like, oh, yeah, that, that's me. Because right. it, it it it's a video of you This is the video you're talking about right now, David <laughs> I'm telling you this I don't understand what the fuck you're not picking up This isn't me I, I think this is the kid and uh, it's not me oh, damn. There's several fat kids Oh no, they're not fat The kid I'm talking about I was I was kind of you know throwing you a bone Of not being a fat kid but No dude, you can't fucking Oh, this other one's funny Is that Does he have glasses? And he's like He's vibing. He's like on yeah. some wavy shit. I yeah, know, I yeah. know the one you're talking about. That's this guy. Yeah, that one rules. Yep, hundred percent. That's you. Uh, That's the video you're talking about. That could be me. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it, it would have been better if I'd been like, "Oh my god, it is me." And then everybody was like, "David's a meme." Like that one time I found that picture of Shin. And uh, everyone else was like, nah, dude, that's not Shin. That's just a different <laughs> Korean guy. And I'm like, no, this is Shin. He's being used on BuzzFeed. It's funny because you still call it that picture of Shin. It is Shin. <laughs> I'm still convinced it's Shin. It looks exactly like him. It's just funny for you to uh, to like like just say so uh, strongly it is Shin. I, and then I'm like, no, it wasn't. I believe it's him. <laughs> I think that you guys have forgotten what he looks like, and it's sad, honestly. You're speaking and, confidently like the way a person speaks about the truth in the Bible. <laughs> They're like, oh, you mean there something? is a God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know this. Like, why, why the hell would the sunrise or the tides change? Right. There's got to be, that's evidence of a creator, David. It's all made in his image. Yeah. <laughs> think of an example where you're like, 
like, um, like, like a person is speaking to you, you in a conversation. Jazz, that's God. <laughs> like, imagine having a conversation and somebody's like, "Yeah," and we all know that on you know on the on the seventh day, God well, that, created humans. Right, no, and that's, that's why that's he took what, Sundays um, off. That's what fucking Alex Jones does like, whenever he talks <laughs> about yeah, anything. He assumes, he he's just like, a, right, and the, the, the water is, uh, you know, it turns the frogs gay. Of you, course, you and, know and this. So because of that, we're doing this over here, and they're like, "Wait a second, we you you made me agree with that, and I don't necessarily." I don't agree really, with. I don't really believe in your set of assumptions that have built this myth. Yeah, you know, it's good shit. What do you think? Should I fix the AC or should I just say fuck it and sweat it through? Well, you know, I I haven't had AC in my car for a couple of years. It's now, rough. So it's rough. It, it sucks, but it's it's totally existable. I also understand that you run a lot hotter than I do. I do so definitely. It, it's it's, well, it's, uh, it's either it's either fix the AC or lose nine hundred pounds. But who knows? Maybe that's like an added bonus to this. Like you basically get a portable like uh, sauna. <laughs> I get to work and then just pits drenched down right. to my fucking thigh. <laughs> you just <laughs> smell horrible. I've lost ninety six pounds. <laughs> You're tired as shit. <laughs> you can't falling just... asleep while talking to people. <laughs> Yo, I've been sweating and regretting that I didn't get a suburban. Nope. Cause the swerving nope. is so fucking work when it's hot, bitch. Yeah, I'm sweating. I wish that I was forgetting my body's function of representing heat on the skin. Yeah, I wish that I only felt the perfect temp. West side, east side, hot side. Yeah, you know me, I got apartheid. Oh. Yeah, you know me, I'm a fucking uh, hot guy and I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm regretting. Yo, it's apartheid and it's hot out here. We in the Congo, we over there. Ooh. We somewhere else, I don't know. Third world shit. Apartheid, yo, got an apartheid bitch. Third world, I'm on my third girl. Uh, and I'm about to go get a swirl. Uh, of the vanilla ice cream oh, uh, Cause it's hot and I'm sweating I got vanilla ice cream and a vuvuzela Next thing you know I'm doing a fella <laughs> I'm doing a Gay Oh my god dude Yeah I mean I'm probably gonna get it fixed I have to dude I Even just like a little a little bit um, just, be, just be, fix, fix it. Maybe just fix the the, the the two vents that are next to you. I, I kept on like arguing with the guy, and I was like, "Can you fix half of it?" So like, can we? Can we <laughs> I don't think that's how car repairs work. I, I was work. like, "What if we put? What if we try just the compressor first and see if that works?" He's like, "No, listen, I've already like, I've already done the analysis. You need both." And I was like, "Okay, but what if we do just the compressor first and see?" He's like, "No, yeah," and I just. I was just terrified, dude. I knew that it was going to be this much money. Whenever I go get the car fixed, I'm like, all right, it's either going to be $10 or it's going to be 10 fucking thousand. It's going to be one or the other, but it's never going to be enough for me to say, all right, let me get a new car. I always am spending significantly less than what it would be to invest in a new car. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's a thing. Like, you think there are things that are purposefully priced like that where they're like, let's not make it too crazy to where they're like, fuck it, we're just going to get a new car. You can actually keep that car. Uh, or if they're just, you know, or if it's actually, I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know. I, and here's the thing. You never know. You can never trust any of these people. By them, I mean mechanics. Okay. Because they'll just tell you fucking something and you're like, they had good reviews on Google. They must be trustworthy. Right. I usually, uh, you know, either go on Yelp or something for that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I am, I'm Google-based. I love, like, 
the the people that will write a review but it's still like 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 if i'm gonna write a review i'm i'm probably gonna at least make a, a, a complete sentence yeah because i'm i'm already going through the effort of writing the review right like I'm, if, now it, i'm really gonna write yeah i'm just like i might as well like actually like but some people will write like they'll do a four-star review and they'll be like nice pl- nice place yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that and i'm just like what the fuck yeah. is this half-assed like I don't. I don't get the mindset of this, that person. Like it seems almost like autistic to a degree. Where no, they're, no, they're, they're like the, they had to review it and they had to be honest, but they were, were they didn't. I don't know. There wasn't like enough there for they're, them to they're, have they're not, a. They're not good with pros. <laughs> it was just like no, no. It's the review of a person who got told by the owner, "Hey, uh, leave a review and I'll give you a free oil change." You're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess that makes sense. I mean, I'm I'm just pulling that out of my ass. I have no idea, dude. I um. I, I confess to you about uh, smashing the Ben and Jerry's that was in the freezer, which was basically a milkshake because of yes. the condition of our freezer. Um, I'd never had this flavor before. What the fuck are walnuts and banana puree doing in an ice cream? That sounds like a decent combination. Full walnuts. You don't, you don't like walnuts? I don't know. I never had it before. This is called the Chunky Monkey for anybody out there who walnuts hasn't are, had it. Oh, okay. Because I guess monkeys love bananas. That's a fun little, uh, that's a fun little thing there. <laughs> and there is also like fudge in there, but it's like full on like pieces of chocolate. Like it's insane, dude. Well, that's yeah. I, that's almost why like I don't get Ben and Jerry's because I I like ice cream. I like the cream part of it as well. Ben and Jerry's is like almost all toppings in there, dude. And you're like, what is going on? The here? thing about ice cream with the bits, full meal bits and toppings in there is that you are literally building this like crazy relationship with ice cream where you're like all right here we go where, where you're like all right if i eat a little bit more i'll get a reward if i eat a little bit more then i'll get another bit and then you keep on in, in dog training we call that a jackpot it's literally a jackpot i'm getting i'm like i'm like all right but here's the thing the essence is to put enough to where you get a prize every two or three scoops but you don't get a prize every scoop because then it becomes boring it's the excitement of winning periodically that keeps you on your toes. Yo, Ben and Jerry's is like a slot machine. Yeah. Keeps yeah. me on my toes. Yeah. Keeps yeah. me guessing. Oh, man. And the action of eating is rewarding. Goddamn. Every little piece feels like a niece. I gotta admit this shit that you're saying is pretty disturbing, bro. I've never heard anything you've ever said come out like this, you know. I just don't understand how you have this relationship with your food. You be overanalyzing this shit, man. You be making it not good. Uh. It was late at night and I had to creep down to the fridge, get something to eat. The Ben and Jerry's, it was their sitting. It was so melting. And my mouth sweating Oh my god, I just took a bite and there weren't that many toppings I'm feeling bad, but I know that this next bite's gonna be rewarding And so I'm gonna put a check mark, gonna get some brownie points literally And get some brownie fudgy chunkies in my fucking chunky monkey Brownie points Uh... The last two beats were from the crypt by Silent or S X L N T and Andretti. You're fucked by, up, man. OG by <laughs> like, Lex Factor. That is really fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's not that. Fucked I up. here's the thing. I knew I knew you had like a weird food thing, but I was I was always just sort of like, yeah, I think Dave 
you know, he just needs to, you know, get some self-control going <laughs> or whatever. But the way you just talked about this point system for Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> this runs so deep. It runs deep as hell, dude. This and runs it, fucking deep. And it's crazy because I did that in a late night stupor. Sometimes like was, eating less isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. And it's the most humiliating effeminate problem Whoa, a man effeminate. yeah yeah no like oh just because it's ice cream and ice like, cream and emotional eating and uh weight problems are such female issues at least in the media and like on the surface in like society you're like oh yeah <laughs> women deal with their weight not the boys yeah, yeah not the boys the boys just drink nah. beer and Unbuckle their belts when they're Fuck full. Yeah. If I'm fat, I'm just gonna put another notch in my shit. You're talking fat, I'll switch to Coors Light. It's light. Hell yeah. Anyway, you're saying I had a Coors Light actually this uh, this week at a bar where another waitress shaped like a pea was uh, was was working the bar. Remember, <laughs> it looked like Mike Wazowski. She was literally just like, no, Mike Wazowski is a circle. A P? Oh, you meant the the letter P. I thought you you were talking about the vegetable. Gotcha. <laughs> the gotcha. bean. I no, say. no. I'm referencing what you said on the last podcast about the yeah. waitress at the bar. It's like these women who have super narrow waists and very small butts, and then they have huge fake tits. And it's like I'm down. Like I'm totally cool with that. But I get why now the fake ass and the fake tits go together because a lot of times. You know, you need to balance them out because that person probably looked normal with normal tits, but then she upped the titties and then the booties got left behind. Get it? it Behind? Oh, man. Boom! Jesus. Sorry. I would have probably gone with a Tim LaHaye joke about the end of the world or something with the left behind. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. But what are you going to do? You know, we're different people. Definitely warranted you screaming into the mic. <laughs> uh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, this bar was in the middle of fucking... I was almost at like uh, uh, a Thousand Oaks. It was far as shit north. And it was the shittiest bar in the street. I kind of like it up there, dude. A lot of white people make you feel safe. Yeah, no, I know that. That's kind of your vibe. <laughs> uh, let's break for the uh, refilling of drinks. Okay, I'm cool with that. Bro, if I was you, I probably would have just fucking killed myself after that English guy told me I was an idiot. Like, I, I'm, I'm still thinking about that, man. That is rough. It was pretty insulting, and um, I, I didn't fully comprehend it at first, so I wasn't able to react effectively. Yeah, it is one of like I, I, now that I'm like had some time to take in the scenario. I don't think this guy ever had any plans of purchasing a cell phone. I'm pretty sure he was like, all right, after he starts his day doing something sociopathic so that he can be normal for the rest of the day. And I, and I feel like this is something I've experienced too. Like every now and then you hear someone just like yell something totally unwarranted in your, in your general direction. You're just like, okay i don't know what the fuck that was about and and it's hard to even be offended because yeah there's there's no fault on your end so it's it's just bizarre so I, i'm i'm i think that this guy does this regularly probably and, and he didn't want a cell phone he showed up there because he was like uh today it's gonna be flips through the phone book or, or rolodex or whatever <laughs> he's like puts his finger down boom verizon all right there's one nearby i'm gonna go over there real quick 
find the first idiot and then tell him he's an idiot. I think that's what happened. Away. Um, I also it was it was odd because I also felt immediate like uh, satisfaction when he left because one of the best things in a retail setting for anyone who's worked retail is when the customer leaves <laughs> people leaving a retail store is when you're like, Oh, finally, it's just <laughs> all of a sudden the record comes back on <laughs> record comes back on. I can hear that song. Yeah. You know, record comes back on and it's been way too long. I think it's long. gone now. Turn the record on. Now we're going to turn it up in the Verizon, bro. Yeah. We know we got the party going. Oh my God. Is that a guy about to walk in? Oh no, he's not. He's going somewhere else. So keep the going yeah we rocking in the verizon yo shit is never stopping unless of course some stupid british guy walks in and he's gonna fucking insult my best friend oh my yeah i hate every motherfucking brit that ever walked into verizon at&t t-mobile or cricket uh please never come back again no 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 not once not twice not thrice no getaway cunts that's what they call bitches in over ending london that's what i gotta do i don't show them love no yeah, and I think they say twat also, uh, yeah, and that is not the most dope. Twat also. <laughs> yeah, B caught me off guard. Louis Vuitton by Thai Beats. I'd like to tie some beats together yeah. and and use them uh, in, a, in Australia to capture an ostrich. Oh, I thought you were going to say to hang yourself. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, and today also I was like standing around the store doing nothing because I got a call from human resources to tell me that I passed the DMV background check, which is just like checking your driving record. And it really occurred to me that I shouldn't be passing that background check. Well, I mean, I, as long as you don't have any serious violations. Well, I never got caught. Yeah. There are mo I mean. there, but there are many times where I should have just paid the price. Well, no, but I mean, you have like, accidents but i don't think accidents count they 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 look more at like traffic violations they're looking at duis and like speeding tickets and shit yeah, like that yeah stuff like that yeah yeah for dude, sure it's crazy but i think that a good thing is that my earlier years of driving were in a small city where law enforcement wasn't as like if i had driven my earlier wilder years in la i'd be in fucking federal prison probably <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. He'd he'd be start up, start up loco. And I'd have to stick with the with start the, up with them lokes. I don't, no, no, I'd have to stick with the Muslims, dude. I'd be all like with nah, the hat. I'd be on some Malcolm X. I'd be reading, you know. What is what do you think the Muslim gang is called? And in, in, in uh, right, let's just let's not call them Muslims. Let's just say the, the, the Arab gang. Musli. The Muslis. <laughs> <laughs> like a granola gang. <laughs> and we fucking love granola, especially with little bits of chocolate, Yo, motherfucker. I'm take this granola in your ass. <laughs> You know heart disease is the number one reason for deaths in the United States. Granola can fight that. And as much as he tried, Andy Dufresne couldn't fight off the <laughs> muesli's. Get away from me. <laughs> I don't know why I said get away the yeah, way you, Arnold would have said it. Or just, you know, ruining, stepping on the bit, ruining it. No, no, there was, overall, there just, was no stepping. You know, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It was more like a, a cannonball into a pool of shit. <laughs> <laughs> A mud pool, if you will. I, I remember uh, 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 in in biology class in in college. Did you were you among the lucky few that got to do the mud the mud bog jump or whatever? No, or, were we in the same biology class? No, I'm thinking I about it. I think we might have been in the same class. I didn't jump. I visited, but I didn't jump. Oh, but did other people jump? 
I don't I don't remember people jumping. I feel okay. like I remember that. No, because I remember there was a thing with that dude Gator. Who oh, was, yeah, dude. It was probably the only, like, cool teacher at that school. And he was still teaching fake science. It was just weird. He was just a weirdo. That's why I liked him. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like I could just see that guy having his own little Bill Nye show, but he's, te- he's misinforming people. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and then God created leopards. Uh, hey, man. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, they would they would take them to some sort of bog, I guess, to study the ecosystem, and right? They, and then they would just jump in because it was super deep, and so everyone would get covered in mud. They should have been studying the ecosystem. Yeah, dude, death to kill your ego. Like gators should have had them all take ayahuasca in that bog, bro. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go, yeah, dude, and then don't say anything else. And it's like, all right. <laughs> I was eating Ben and Jerry's the other day. <laughs> Speaking of finding five dollars, I uh, shot a music video at a at a pool hall the other uh, Friday. Ooh. Um, for you know, a good friend of the pod, Delu, a talented rap Big artist. D. Big Lord Delu, um, and uh, he had his first show in L.A. Um, and you know what? It was kind of giving me, it was taking me back to our days of performing in Grand Rapids uh, because it was relatively underwhelming as far as like sure. a show goes. Like there's nobody at the front of the stage. Well, it was, it was, a, it was not nearly as bad as some of ours were. We, right. had, we had some stinkers. We did a bowling alley for four people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was leagues above that. Uh, but I guess, to, like, to start is it was just, it wasn't like a hip-hop show. The lineup was very diverse. Were there people know, doing covers on their guitars? Uh, it didn't go that far. Okay. I think it was all original music at least. Um, but, but, like, the first act, who was also kind of the the, the host for the night, was this dude? He was wearing like a a blue suit and a and a uh, uh, corsage. Yeah, blue suit, corsage. Is this a mirage? Am I in a garage? Oh my God, I'm listening to Nicki Minaj, Whoa. and I'm about to go and uh, see a, a God. Fuck. Crippin' in my blue suit. Uh, yeah, and then a tutu. Uh, whoa, I'm about to toot. Yeah, and then fly to Beirut, woo. Flying to Beirut with the bay on the side. Ooh. We're en route, and you know that I'm about to die. Gonna uh-huh. go up to the pilot, commit suicide with him, and then we're gonna crash into a mountain. Yo, this flight just went fucking down. down, down. Yeah, me and my girl, she in a gown. Uh, yeah, I'm looking all around. It's like the end of Castaway. Yo. Stick your head between your legs in case your ass goodbye yeah. Because I swear that you gon' fly, no, you gon' die uh-huh. This plane is gon' crash, you should kiss your ass Goodbye, yeah, that's the last time you gon' see your own ass Kissing my own ass <laughs> Kissing my own ass goodbye uh, Then the next performer was uh, a an accord- like a Mexican accordion player oh. Like do like all the performers were relatively talented okay. Like I was, I was surprised at how talented everyone was For how like kind of under, dingier the yeah, venue was yeah. the venue was still a fun venue. i'm not gonna try i can't knock the venue i'm not gonna say that it was professional by any means but, like but it, was it was still big there was like eight pool tables in there so like if it was packed out with a more known artist it would have been lit yeah i think it would have yeah absolutely um and so then yeah you have a mexican accordion player who killed it just fucking his fingers were like i don't even know how you can play an accordion it's like you're playing a piano but then you're also moving your hands in and out to make to play the piano but you're playing the two pianos on both hands 
and then compressing them. That's pretty uh, lit. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. wild. Um, and then uh, there was a punk band, uh, and this was the punk band played right before Delu. Was it just like guitar, bass, drums? Yeah, pretty much uh, guitar, bass, drum. They were really good too. They fucking rocked. They were they were one of the better performers of the evening. Really? Yeah. Um, Aside from Delu. Of course, yeah. The dealer was next, and he killed it. Um, we, we shot some really good footage. And then, you know, there were a couple other rappers after that. For some reason, it was like, let's save all the rap till the end. After after all that other stuff went down, then it was just rap after that. It is weird to get in and out of rap, I think. I mean, maybe it would have... But, I mean, every other, they were getting in and out of every other genre. I guess they weren't technically coming back to them after they got out of them. But it's still, like, for the first four acts, it was a variety pack of genres. And then the, they close out with just... These rap artists and you know what that's kind of doing the rap artists a disservice because then they're less memorable then they're just like oh rap 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 it makes it bundles them up into like just this category yeah yeah and it might well, i mean obviously each person's different and if they're unique it's easy to remember them but i've i've gone to shows where i'm just like five people come up and do the same fucking thing right but I'll, we've but i feel like we've always had uh been fortunate at the at shows like that where we we usually get a couple of people coming up to us afterwards that are like hey you guys were like way more interesting than everyone definitely else we were always like weird that, yeah it's yeah. a pretty consistent thing that we get but uh anyway we rock guys so uh after his after he performed i was like let's do some uh, pickup shots at like the pool table here um like you can just wear my my earbud and we'll have the song playing through there and and i'll just shoot you doing lyrics while you play pool and uh, he like uh, this. I'm sorry, I'm 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 getting my timeline confused. This was before we shot oh. lyrics. I was shooting just B-roll of them playing pool, and so Delu was was playing against one of his homies, and he puts money on the table. I shoot that. It's a great shot. They got the betting. The money's down. Boom. I'm like, all right, this is cool. And then he's going up to break the the little triangle. <sighs> I'm I'm getting way. Ahead. Let me pull up the notes here, man, because I I had this way what? I had this wa- mapped out way better when I was uh when I was uh lining it up earlier. Okay, so one of Delu's friends that is there with him is also a quote unquote filmmaker. Like, okay, you know, like me. So uh, I she tells me that immediately which is the which is the on the bingo card of of filmmakers that's the given one in the middle that everyone gets when they're trying to let you know that they're a filmmaker like this is how you know the person is a fucking filmmaker <laughs> uh the first bingo given card uh slot is they will just straight up fucking tell you i'm a filmmaker <laughs> and and granted this is while i'm actively filming like this is kind of one of those not night in the life style videos where I'm just shooting them doing their thing. And then I put it together at the end. And what makes it cool is that I'm able to make something like that look really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next slot in the bingo card of, of, of annoying filmmaker person is, uh, they're going to ask you what your setup is like your camera. Setup. Uh, you're rocking the Canon 364 X five. Right. And, and, and keep in mind, I'm filming. I'm, I'm working right now. You're like directing I'm, D-Lu to keep doing. I'm, yeah, I'm keep literally doing. working. And, and, and she's like trying to ask me about my camera setup. 
and 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 like doing that like i, I follow you on instagram like I, like she's giving me compliments and stuff too and i'm like she's she's this is just bait to get me to engage her yeah and like try to learn about her filmmaking or whatever and yeah it was pretty annoying i'm just here to film my boy yeah this is so not enjoying he paid me to do this i'm here on professional yeah. business i should get this yo She's talking to me, so I'll talk to her about her. And yeah, that's the worst. I don't want to even ask her about yesterday or another day in which she was filming, bae. No, not at all. And I felt kind of rude because I was very dismissive with this lady dude. And I was like, hey, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's, you know, that's kind of shit. Yo, but here's the thing. She should have noticed that you were recording and trying to get some filming down in the books. Yo, instead she trying to get you on the hook. On the hook, yeah, I wish she was on a hook and we were fishing for sharks. Here's, um, the, here's the big question. Was she hot? I knew you were going to, here's the thing, I knew David was going to ask that right, question. No. I was like, because I can't tell a story without David be turning into an absolute fucking pig. No, this happened two weeks ago when I was trying to talk about the escape room I remember. Thing. Can you? And then he was like, I was talking about an elderly woman, and he was like, yeah, but would you fuck her? And I, it's like, Jesus, man. No, can we I, not go down these routes every single time? Here's what I'm saying. As a man, if you're trying to tell me a story about a girl that is trying to talk to me and be annoying, most men are going to be like, oh, but she's hot, so I'll deal with more annoying shit because I can't really see past tits and ass. You and, seem and you don't see how bringing that on yourself is embarrassing to you. I thought it would. I thought it was like a funny thing where <laughs> other dudes would be like, yeah, man, was she hot? Whereas you're like, David is a person I mean, who always looks, asks about I'm not saying tits. that there isn't potential humor in asking if an old lady is hot, but when it's when it when it presents itself to the point where I'm like I literally was like I wonder when he's going to ask about this girl's appearance because I was prepared for this. I was ready for you to do it. I was like, "All right, yeah, he's going to It would have been it would have been funnier for you to <laughs> answer me and then like, you know, feel good about it in your head. No. Like, I think I think this is better content for me to call you out on it. Com <laughs> confronting me about my my, uh, about being a despicable uh, person whose mother didn't love him enough, as opposed uh, to as opposed to evil, a, evil, evil person, as opposed to accepting and appreciating the consistency of my character. Nah, dude, that British guy was right. <laughs> In fact, he should have been like, "And you're a pig." So was she hot or not? Uh, she the, the third bingo slot and final bingo slot is that the filmmaker will try to help you. I could, I could hold the boom mic for and you. God forbid this ever happened to any one of right. you because, good Lord. So, so Dilu's about to, to break the pool table, the, the try, whatever you call it. About yeah, to yeah. do his break, the break thing at the beginning of the <laughs> pool game, billiards. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Um, and there's cash on the table. I've got it framed in the lower third yeah, yeah. purposefully. It's, it's, it's there on the corner of the table. Yep. And I'm there like in front of the balls that are about to be broken. It's a whole thing. And I'm like, all right, this is awesome. And then somehow in her brain, she's thinking he doesn't have the money in frame. So she grabs the, she grabs the money and slides it into the center of the frame in front of my camera, blocking the balls and, and, and Dilu. So now I have to like, with seconds left before he breaks this whole thing, shift my whole 
position to get a what could potentially be one of the more dynamic shots in the music video. You know what I mean? The breaking yeah. of the pool table. And God forbid I have to be like, hey, guys, we got to shoot that again because this whore fucking... Yeah, I was trying not to be mean. <laughs> this this right. <laughs> this chick fucking moved the thing, and um, and and yeah, it was. I had to like s stop myself because I was like, I'm not trying to make the night weird. Let's just roll with it. Yeah, I still got a decent shot, okay. so I was like, let's just forget about it. We'll roll with it. It's fine. And I noticed that she did stuff like that a few more times throughout the video, where she would like overact or something to like kind of make it more music video-y in her Ooh. brain or whatever. But <sighs> All that being said, I, I, I was trying not to really get my blood boiling here. You're pretty boiled but, up. But like, because I maybe this is why I'm pissed. I could see myself as a younger idiot doing, doing that. that kind of stupid, annoying shit. And I'm, I'm like, I'm pissed at younger me because yeah. I, I don't see my I don't remember ever doing anything like that. But when it was happening to me, I was like, if I say anything to this chick, it's it'll just break her spirit and she's not going to want to be a filmmaker anymore or some shit like that, yeah. which is some self-important bullshit, but whatever. Uh, that was something I was like consciously thinking about, like just let her have her moment. She did. She said you, she loved your work. Like it was so annoying though. I, it left a bad taste in my mouth for like the rest of the night. Man, but, uh, I feel like it, there, there must be a version of you maybe another 10 years from now who would have been patient and tried to mentor the person a little bit. You don't think that that might have that might come one day where you're like able to look at that person and be like, listen, you're pretty hot. Not for a music video <laughs> that I'm trying to shoot in secret at a pool hall in secret. Because if it, this was a if this was a professional Hollywood set, I would have be been like, like oh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have even shot. Yeah, I would have I would have uh, put the camera down. I'd been like, Excuse me. She's fired. You're gone. You'll never work in this industry ever again. You're gone. Huh? And you're not my friend. Why would you be trying to help me within? Someone please get this bitch off my set. Yo, I really want to bet that if this was a Hollywood set and it was real legit, there would never be this type of bullshit occurring in the middle of a motherfucking production. All that being said, it wasn't really that bad. In fact, it went off without a hitch mostly. I'm just fucking annoying and I'm trying to talk it up for the podcast. I don't want I you that. to think that I have bad blood with this chick. In <laughs> fact, she said my work wasn't whack. Off the hitch with this bitch. Yeah, and one day I'ma make movies and get super rich. And yeah, I'm lit. And yeah, I'm sick from drinking too much shit. Whoa. I drank shit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the last three beats were The Ride by Desirez, Dangerous by Bailey Daniel, and that was On Demand by 18. Is it about time to start playing Tech Nine songs? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it, could, it could be that time. I got, I got, a, I got another interactive thing. You want to hear this? Well, let, me just, let me just, before we transition out of, of the music video. Got it. I want to just make sure that well has dried up. Um, Dry it up. I did actually find $5. I believe I, I started the story with that. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, that was, it covered one of my paps that I had that night. Nice. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, Dilu, uh, another one of Dilu's friends that was kind of there with the, the white girl uh, was into Gundams. And he was wearing a Gundam wing shirt. Gundam, like Gundam style? Well, Gundam wing is an... <laughs> that's good. Uh, Gundam wing is uh, like an anime that has like giant mech robots or whatever. Got it, yeah. And I don't know. They might be remote controlled or they might be people inside of them. I, oh, I, I don't people know. inside is the better one for sure. 
But that anime specifically, I almost respect more than most animes because there's a aspect to it that involves model building. People who are uh, like real fans of, of Gundam Wing and or whatever oh. the, the different iterations, they also buy the model kits and they build their own Gundams and they paint them and stuff. So I see this dude wearing a Gundam Wing shirt, and my first question is just like, do you build them or do you just watch the show? And he's just like, you know I'd be building them. <laughs> Who's your favorite Gundam? And I was like, I don't know anything about Gundam. Yeah. And then I remember there is a Gundam. Uh, and folks, if you're at home, look this up. Tequila Gundam. Uh, in the in the like 90s, late 80s maybe, the Gundam cartoon introduced a Mexican Gundam. Oh, yeah, dude. They he looks named crazy. him Tequila Gundam. He has a sombrero and I believe like cactuses. Yeah, he has a cactus shoulder and yeah. then cactus forearms. <laughs> and his name is Tequila Gundam. That rules, dude. I mean, here's the thing. A anybody who likes Transformers would probably like this. Like, it's kind of like that what it is, or that's what it looks like from the surface. And then on top of that, you give these guys fun little characters. I like that. Well, yeah, I remember also kind of enjoying Transformers toys just because of their whole transformation aspect. But once you transform them, it's kind of like, the magic is over at least with the gundams it's a little bit more involved like okay. you're building them for days so or there was whatever there was several other gundams that were racially charged yeah um there were but tequila gundam is easily the best one definitely the best one there's zeus gundam which is a greek one he has wings and yeah, like see, no, the, the greeks are aren't protected by uh, racial standards they, and he has like some greek style we can sandals. make all the greek jokes we want there's an ashura gundam which is i think malaysian or something um but it's like a four. It has like six arms, which oh, is it Indian? Like the 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 Vishnu Gundam or it's something? Su it's some type of like uh, southeast. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what flag this is. Yikes! And then there's like a Puerto Rican or a Cuban, which doesn't really look. I like the idea all. of just calling it Cuban Gundam. Arachno <laughs> <laughs> Gundam, and then there's a Skull Gundam, which is a uh, a guy with thin legs, and a, a, the last three aren't really racial. The tequila one's definitely the most. Yeah, it's egregious how racial it is. <laughs> and yeah, but uh, basically that's the only, that's like the, the anime fan I respect the most is the Gundam Wing, Gundam, what, I don't know if Gundam Wing is the name of the show. I just know that was one of the shows at least. Mm. But they also build the models. That's a cool fan, I think. Imagine if like we were building little models of Marty Bird after watching Ozark. That'd be sick. <laughs> oh my God. The new season's gonna drop. No way. Part two. Part two oh. of this motherfucking oh. Ozark. Oh. Yo, oh. that first season, oh. yeah, that oh. was so dark. Oh. Yeah, I'm about to fucking oh. get turned and fucking oh. lurk oh. on Marty Bird on oh. the TV word. Marty and Wendy Bird, yo, Netflix, that shit's absurd. It's the best TV show that I've seen in a while, man. That shit goes mean, that shit goes hard, that shit's obscene. I love it so much and I watch it with my teen friends. Everything I know I love about Ozark, yeah, that I hope that show never ends. Eating chips on the couch, farting while I'm watching Marty. Yo, this is so much fun, yeah, I'ma sip a little Bacardi. Uh. Eating, sitting, watching, eating Wendy's while I'm watching Wendy. Yeah, you know me, I'm feeling uh, like I'm about to drink some Hennessy. It's tremendous, me and my friend, yeah, we pretending like we're eating Wendy's. And watching friends kiss. Watching friends kiss, yeah. Wendis and Martis and the kids. Yo, they're all the smartest <laughs> in the biz. Uh, listen to this DM somebody sent us. 
Uh, yeah, is it? Is it? You're not very smart. <laughs> um, it's the same guy. Dude, he found us. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, this guy just starts harassing you. What if that's what this turns into? Uh, I mean, he comes. He starts coming in once a week just to put you in check. Well, it's a good thing is that I'm relocating on the 17th immediately. So fucking uh, find yeah, me, guy. He he might. No, he's not gonna find me. I'm gonna tell you. I I've actually. I'm. He's actually one of my sleeper agents. <laughs> I, uh, I'm in the. I'm gonna be in the last place he would expect. Oh. Buckingham Palace. The gym, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Sometimes eating less isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. Illuminati Mark said, Hello, greeting to you from the Great Illuminati. Are you interested in joining the Great Illuminati Society to become rich, oh, healthy, man. and famous? If yes, quickly get back to me now so I can proceed in giving you the steps and procedures to join the Great Family. Man, I remember we had multiple rap friends back in uh, GR that would get this message and then post it and be like, yo, this is some crazy shit, man. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's, it's not. A, it's fake. It's a scam. <laughs> you look like an idiot now giving it any sort of credence. Oh, man. You know what? It is true that earlier on in the internet, you might have been less aware. This of... is 2016. <laughs> That's pretty reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you know what? This isn't some Nigerian prince <laughs> trying to tell you that yeah. you're going to join the Illuminati. I message him back with our cash app, so we'll see what happens. Oh, all right. <laughs> you want to? Uh, I have something. Uh, nope. Uh, it's, uh, it's about to be summer. Your guide to preparing your home and emergency kit for California wildfire season. Oh. What do you think of this? Okay. First off, I watched this video that has a bunch of tactics in it of how to protect your house. I feel like the video might be fruitful, but I'm going to have to read the titles. Remember how um, our first little foray into radio, uh, that dude Johnny T got us on. W yeah, I remember w that. What was it called? W-Y-C-E? W-Y-C-E, yeah. And his house had just burnt down. Like oh, my he, God. He, he had, In Michigan. <laughs> yeah. He was, like, telling us about that. He was like, yeah, my house burned down last year. I lost everything. And it's like, all right, well, let's start, this, let's start the podcast. Right, <laughs> dude. Come on. Yeah, dude. I can only imagine. Uh, let's see. Here's how to increase the chances that your home will survive the next wildfire. Um, think of your home and lot as fuel. Uh, your goal is to create breaks so fire doesn't have a path straight to your home. Uh, and they show an image of a, of a home that burned in 15 seconds. So you're saying that that wick that we have leading from our front door <laughs> to the alley, we should maybe chop. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I do kind of like it there. So let's not rush into anything. Um, and then they show an image of a home next to that other home that burned down and said, this home. Was if safe. you happen to be living next to a house that's on fire, <laughs> consider moving. Uh, this home was saved by defensible space. So I guess, uh, create, create defensible spaces in two zones. That's what I call like a, a fleet of starships sent up into this, into <laughs> the a atmosphere to defensible space, to defend our country, uh, create defensible space in two zones, 30 feet around your home. And then 30 to a hundred who like, how is pe how are people going to go to California going to afford a hundred feet of property in front of their fucking expensive ass property yeah, but at the same time? Oh, shit. Whoa. 
There's music in the video. <laughs> I thought that was the beat. I was literally about to start rapping. I'm kind of scrolling. I'm kind of scrolling through the video and avoiding the music. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I mean, the beat is about to drop though. Oh, okay. So maybe we just sit in silence until it drops. Yo, that was quick and it dropped on your bitch. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about it. What it is, yo, I'm about to get some fire insurance for my house. Yeah, we watching videos with it loud. Uh, you need to clear pine needles and leaves and also debris from around the first 30 feet of your crib, B. Yo, you feel me? Yeah, you gotta fucking take the shits that's flammable. Talk about dead leaves, I'm talking about animals. Take a man, put him in your house in the fucking uh, fireplace and put them in the right place. Uh, speaking of flammable, yo, this beat, I'm an animal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with the way I kill it. Uh, yeah, I'm hot like a skillet. Ah, you took my lines, but it's all right. I'm feeling fine. I want to show you mercy like I showed the filmmaker. Because, you know, in, in like, in you know, in five years, you know, you might be where I'm at, rap-wise. And, uh... <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully, uh, Homage Beats doesn't mind. That was Memories Fade, and before that was Superfly by BBT, man. Homage. Homage. Uh... Let me see. Hang on. Uh, keep irrigated and mow annual grasses to four inches or less. What are annual grasses? I like annual. Well, that's like if you live in Michigan, you're, the grass dies for half the year. So annual is like year-round grass. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if our boy Johnny T just didn't get his annual grass down. <laughs> uh, He's like, it was that damn annual grass again. It says on here that you should limb up all trees so the lowest branches are at least six feet from the ground. That's so a fun little, little like landscaping term, limb up. I, I didn't understand why... Um, trees in california have like that whole thing where they like they're clean all the way up to a certain point but now i get it it's because flames can't climb the tree from just the main trunk like they have to use branches and leaves to go upward but if the trees are trim then you can't fucking continue you know what i'm saying yeah but what about uh I, like the trees that have been doused in gasoline. I mean, those are definitely going to be a problem. <laughs> Here's a very obvious uh, recommendation. It says move piles of wood and propane tanks <laughs> to zone two. Don't let your kids start the barbecue. <laughs> um, let me see. I, I wonder if anything else in here is, is very genius. Uh, use gravel mulches. Around plants or paths. Can you imagine, like, like, did you ever, like, uh, in high school when, when kids would, you know, they'd do the little lighter trick where they wave their hands around the lighter or whatever, and then someone else would be like, whoa, and it's like, they're like, yeah, I'm a pyro. And it's like, a, pyro, no, you're a, not. a pyromaniac is a dark, disturbing thing. Right. Like, like, that person is probably one of, like, they're up there with, like, pedophiles for, like, how twisted they are. They're, I'm not saying they're as bad as pedophiles. They're definitely but not as bad. <laughs> there is a fucked up thing in their brain, for real, okay, that the, is, like, the palpable. I'm going to give you the reason why it's more acceptable than pedophilia. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's because... It's Haram. Um, the fire itself is not like being hurt <laughs> you're you know not molesting saying? the fire you know what i'm saying like, that fire isn't gonna grow up and molest other fires <laughs> is what you're saying yeah and it's not gonna feel ashamed of burning things um and there's also like this like uh, romanticization of like the kid who's like amused by fire it's like look at me i can't help but like look into the fucking darkness 
of this weapon. They're uh, they're remaking the uh, Firestarter movie, or I don't know if you could call it a remake because it's a movie based on a book. So they're just making another version of Firestarter, I think. But uh, like the original Firestarter in the in like the eighties was like a, a very early Drew Barrymore vehicle, mm. like when she was still a child. Um, so it's interesting, like, cause that seems like a still kind of a movie that's kind of famous in like uh, horror film lexicon. Like it shouldn't so, be, it shouldn't be getting remade quite yet. Or yeah, be, or be getting remade at all. I also, yeah, I also don't. It's not like it. It's not like one of Stephen King's like fucking big ones. That yeah, you, it's that like you you don't, really you're not gonna gotta, remake The Shining. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah. But they sort of tried to. They did that Doctor Sleep, but you gotta understand that that was originally Stephen King trying to recapture the magic of The Shining. Dr. Sleep didn't come out till like 2007. He was like, fuck, I need a new hit. Maybe I'll do a sequel to the my most successful novel okay, yeah, of yeah. all time. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like, okay, come on, Stephen King. We see what you're doing here. Big Steve. Stephen King uh, right now uh, is regretting uh, what he did back uh, in 1993. Uh, he is hating. Yeah. I am uh, fucking... Yeah. Elated, yeah. you're yeah. my gay friend. Yo, Drew Barrymore, she was scary more in that motherfucking movie where she was pyro. Yeah, I'm a pyromaniac. In fact, yo, I take this fucking gas and then pour it over all your ass and then light gas. Yo, I never knew what that lady drew on the TV, on the screen. Yeah, what she could do. Yeah, yeah now me, damn, damn. now I'm thinking damn, damn. that me and Drew Barry we could marry. Burn, baby, burn. I'm a pyromaniac burn, burn. and it is my turn i'm about to light the gas Whoa. yo put it up get this fucking flame going you know the hottest part of the flame is the blue zoning hardest part of the flame is my rhymes Woo. uh yeah i'm feeling fine all the time Woo. Woo. <laughs> uh, a blue, blue, blue is the warmest color <laughs> that was and, and you're not very small <laughs> that was jaws by mtc beats when i was picking that beat earlier i was like does this beat go too hard? Does this beat go keto? <laughs> the MTC? Yo, that's pretty good. Yeah, I thought I literally thought that was where you're going, but uh, I shouldn't have given you that much benefit of the doubt. No, it's know. MCT, you dumb fucking fuck. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Yeah, but you got the joke. Uh, <laughs> I definitely got it, and that's all that matters. You know what else I got? I got these meal preps from the, the HIV. I got the, no, I, <laughs> I got HIV from these meal preps that I bought. So uh, don't. Yeah, buy speaking them. of prep, he needs it for his HIV, <laughs> folks. Dude, uh, I'm I'm gonna plug this brand, and one day they're gonna sponsor me because of how much steak Give I us, buy from them. We got one of your signature. Listen, it's called Cook Unity. They, they brand it as like this uh, uh, high, like uh, uh, notorious <laughs> chefs cook for you. Delivered to your house, signature meals, truffle oil, arugula, uh, cayenne pepper, morel mushrooms, all delivered to your door. Um, they have little pictures of the chefs on the on the thing. So when you go to eat it, you're like, look, this is a friend of mine, basically. And I'm eating 63 grams of grass-fed protein. CookUnity.com. Unity. Remember that? Uh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember what it's from. Me neither. I just I, like I can hear it ringing yeah, in my head. It's a, from a movie. It's I know like, that. It's like earlier when you said, "Is it a, make it a nice size plate?" I don't yeah, remember what that's from either. That's from Bo uh, Boys in the Hood. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Unity. Unity. I feel like that's. Uh, is that from Rick and Morty? No. Is it? Is it? Part of me thinks it's from like 
the that Denzel football movie. Uh, from from the oh, Titans. Yeah, remember the Titans. No, it's not from that because I know that movie. Now they don't say top it. to bottom. Who says, folks? Call in if you uh, remember what movie I'm referencing. Where I go, Unity. Mm-mm. Please let let me know. I think it's a football movie. I've quoted "Remember the Titans" way too much at Christian College, and like I just remember being so proud of my Denzel like uh, little stretch. Uh, and the Denzel like, period of your life. There, I really thought I was doing a good Denzel. Is like where he, where he's like, water is for cowards. Water makes you weak. Water is to wipe blood off of that uniform, and you don't get blood on my uniform, boy. You must be out your goddamn mind. I will say, I feel the passion. You feel the passion. I, I don't see. Denzel you don't hear Denzel now, okay. but but like I would be like, that's a good performance okay okay so if i if i go into like an acting class that could be my monologue yeah yeah. then you could be like it's denzel i've always i've always had this dream of memorizing uh the entire uh uh, pick up the phone and start dialing scene with leonardo dicaprio and he's telling everybody to like sell over the phone um and i just want to memorize something you could do i could do that easily but it is at least like three minutes long but i want to memorize it and then Act like it's not from a movie and start doing it in a sales setting <laughs> Yeah. until they're like, oh, he's doing that Leo DiCaprio no, thing. That... And then just be sold on it and just be like, are you behind on your credit card bills? Yeah, Good. You... Pick up the phone and start dialing. You just you just start. Bang... You, you instead take the other <laughs> option and just start banging your chest and being like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yo. My chest like Matthew. Uh, I might get a couple tattoos. Uh, act funky like I'm Zazu. Aladdin, yeah, I'm fucking James Yo, Dallin. I just hopped off the plane with the Aladdin, not a plane. It was a fucking carpet that I'm flying on. Yeah, you know me. I be lying on these hoes if I know that Jasmine ain't my bro. Whoa, uh. Yeah, what's my motherfucking name? Nah. Me and Aladdin and Jasmine, we on a plane. And it's made out of carpet. Uh, yeah, I'm falling in a tarp. Yo, Gilbert Gottfried should have never been fired from Aflac. That's whack, man. He should go and fuck them in the ass crack. I wish they would have him back. I think they should give him that job back. The lack of ass crack, it makes you me want to fall back. Uh, and get back on track. And yeah, I'm fucking investing like NASDAQ. Aflac. Aflac. I'm Iago in the lad dad. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I'm ashamed of that one. To Dude, be honest. It, it, there's no way of doing Godfrey without yelling loudly and hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, let's take another break. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Was that last beat uh, like Slim Shady type beat? Yes, sir. I can always count on you to. Immediately make an attempt to replicate the style, and I appreciate that. Um, I'm glad that you thought that I, well, like I was trying to do that, but I kind of deemed it as not replicating it very well. No, no, I thought you, I thought you, <laughs> but did it was good. well enough to that you knew that what I was doing there. Well, a lot of times I'm struggling to rhyme that, that it makes it uh, more difficult for me to focus on flows, but I noticed that. When you focus on flows, sometimes the rhymes just kind of fall into place. Yeah, I guess you could cut down my quality of freestyles <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> I would argue that I've reached a point where I can focus on the rhymes and the flows because I'm really good at this. You, you know I'm, what? Yeah, I never fuck up, you, and you, I and I always hit the rhymes, and I never just sort of go. And 
now Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think you do. You do it, it happens at least once a freestyle. I do something like that. And, and now it's Dave's turn. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think uh, that like, there was another situation in which I picked a Cypress Hill type beat. And I was rapping normal, but then it was your turn, and you started going like doing a um. Well, it's good to be, it's good be to real. Knowledge acknowledged in that sense. Yeah, I, dude. I, you know, it's it's about a lot about uh you know comedy that I think that you don't really grasp yet. You know, is that uh, <laughs> you got to use your environment and you got to work with the shit that is presented to you. You know, and yeah. That's, uh, I think you're doing well. Unfortunately, Harold Beats <laughs> didn't do anything with the the title environment on YouTube and called that old school Eminem type beat. Um. Which is fine. It's technically you know? fine, but like, you know what? Um, Wait, who? You said Harold Beats. Harold Beats. So every week he he's the one funky blues, jazz, he's reggae harking. type guy, and he always he had put titles for a bit. He was doing titles, and he, I like the format. He was doing titles instead of in quotations and all caps. So it'd be all caps the title, and then everything else the description, and it'd be uh, uh, small letters. I just it 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 takes a lot to get to a point where as a producer you're like recognized and that you could release just a beat and and call it a, a that the name of that beat and people would know it if you said it like i like there's like maybe someone like alchemist the alchemist he could he you know he drops beat tapes or whatever but they also feature rappers but there are solo well, beat tracks no yeah or also but here's the thing like flying lotus for or, the for the sake of just organizing your catalog whether that you're successful or not it is more convenient to have specific unique titles for each beat, especially if you specialize, especially if you specialize. <laughs> I like that. Specific specializations, especially when you're using the same type beat title every week. So if you're like Earl Sweatshirt type beat, and every week it's the same thing. Although one could also make the exact same argument for naming it the Earl Sweatshirt type beat. Because then you have a bunch of Earl Sweatshirt type beats, and you're like, all right, well, these are all the Earl beats, and over here, these are all the Mac beats. We're gonna play them and make everyone sad, you see. Yeah, I don't like the sad, you see. I don't wanna be a sheep. Ba ba ba. Ba ba ba. Just wanna be one. Uh, immediately <laughs> when I start searching the beats, I can tell what kind of dude is he or she or possibly they. And yeah, you know me with the beats I don't play. I just wanna say that I love it. Like that Pusha T song, yeah, pop shove it. Kick yeah, flip. or that other Pusha T song where he was like, yo, let's get it on with the Arby's and McDonald's. Fuck them all, yeah, I'm about to burn these bridges and then burn your ball. Fuck these McDonald's bitches. Uh, she wanna go to Mickey D's. Uh, I told her, how about these? Uh, I got some little nuggets. Uh, for your little bucket, suck it. The uh, the rapper you were looking for was was Lupe Fiasco <laughs> with Kick Push. Although I see where you got Pusha T from. There. I really I really was doing my best. Uh, and, and my I love that song Kick Push because there's a part where uh, where Lupe Fiasco it, like while he's rapping he goes cocoon cocoon cocoon. And he's like emulating the noise of a skateboard going it's, over the sidewalk. That's incredible, it's incredible, like, dude. It's fucking genius. Well, and, it's, and it's like the the greatest, most like clever. I think that's onomatopoeia. Like it's the, yeah, that's exactly what that it's is. It's the Dave. most. <laughs> it's the most clever onomatopoeia ever. And it's For just, sure. And it just makes me because it's one. It's like an observation in comedy where you're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? 
it's so obvious yeah. because at first I didn't get it. I was like, it just sounds cool at yeah. first. But then I, and then I think someone had to tell me, oh, it's the sound a skateboard makes when it goes over a sidewalk. And then my mind just exploded. exploded. <laughs> I was like, good lord, Lupe's a genius. Right. Unfortunately, cocoon, cocoon, cocoon. Unfortunately, Obama doesn't get to enjoy that song the way we do. <laughs> Well, no, that was a different song. <laughs> but you're right, though. If Obama was at that concert and he was looking forward to hearing um, uh, Kick Push, like, he, he would have heard, heard <laughs> It's So Loud over and over again. <laughs> Obama is a racist. Glenn Beck is a racist. Like, those two are so not the same level of power. I know. But exactly. at the time, Lupe was like, I'm, I got to get a whole lot of points across in this one song. So I'm going to be like, Obama is a racist. Glenn Beck is a racist. And didn't his career sort of like leave the public eye after that? Like, that was his most popular album was right. the one that he dissed Obama. But that was the peak. Like after that, Lupe, Lupe Fiasco stopped like, uh, like, Putting out music and shit like that. Yeah, or, he still put out music. He he uh, he still like releases albums every few years or whatever. Okay. But uh, I will say that that was the only one that had like mainstream play. But he also had lasers. Yeah, that was lasers. It, that was the one that also had like more poppy vibes to it. Like there was that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, like more, oh, the show goes on. Anyone will never wonder. It had a, I see the sun. Like the show goes on. They they like and that one also had these battle scars. <laughs> don't look like they're fading. Don't. Look it like clearly had radio hits in there away. to make it more marketable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So there's a reason why that one was his biggest. But food I, and liquor is easily the best one. Yeah, definitely. I I think that um, somebody who makes radio hits just to market music uh, very effectively is Eminem. And oh, yeah, and it's, like, it's funny because they're so they're so obviously the radio hit <laughs> that they almost take you out of the album when they start to play. It's like an interlude or like not even like not the, even an the interlude. Lighter, the biggest example, the most egregious example is Lighters yeah. on Bad Meets <laughs> Evil. That shit is insanely... It like, makes no sense. Compared to the rest of the album... It's wild how like tame yeah. that song is like, because you go from hearing Royce the Five Nine being like sucking a dick, sucking a dick, dude, sucking a dick, it, sucking a dick, and then it jumps to that. And if you like, ain't sucking dick, why are you sitting there with puckered lips? <laughs> uh, I, I just ran over five. Oh, that's that right. Left the driveway. He's, yeah. saying, he's like, that, the, the worst part of that line is if you ain't sucking dick, why are you sitting there with puckered lips? <laughs> oh wait, that's collagen. You fucking bitch. <laughs> that's the end. Of, that's how he finishes that line off. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, it's very, uh, you know. I can't find pussy anywhere. Very um, misogynistic. <laughs> Start misogynistic. That's another Eminem line right uh, there. Yeah, but I mean, I definitely, there are some, uh, m most of the pop hits that Eminem puts out I didn't love, but I did love Venom. Yeah, that one was fun. Yeah, I don't even know why people hated that song so much. It was super weird. It's because they hated the movie, I think. Well, the movie was really bad, and the song was technically bad. No, but dude, it was song unique. Ruled. Yeah, it's cool. It's like cool because it's different. Like, well, and also Eminem is good at making a fucking. We're kind of fanboying out right now, but he's good at making uh, hooks that have layered vocals. <laughs> like I just like hearing him in like four different octaves and and like harmonies, like singing the same fucking thing. I just loved like. Like that was kind of I feel like he heard the name of the movie And was like Alright I can do something with that Yeah <laughs> You know what I mean <laughs> he, they, they didn't even have to explain the plot to yeah. him or nothing. He was like Alright so it's like Okay I'm gonna go mm, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna use that mm, At the end of Venom Pretty hard <laughs> That's funny well, it is fu What is ironic is that He is a fucking uh, uh, A comic book head Like he loves superheroes And comic books And shit like that I'm sure he drew Venom 
at some point in his childhood. Like, wow, he, like this is, you're really putting putting I, some pieces together I'm about saying, Eminem's dude, childhood I'm here. I'm saying, dude, this, didn't he like get passed around from the, family to family? You think he was the, also the, drawing? And this being... podcast is slowly becoming a docu series about <laughs> Eminem's childhood. Uh, but I've seen a bunch of like in like that no, book that we he, have. Yeah, you're right. He he was a graphic artist before he was a, a rapper, if I'm and, not mistaken. And he he drew, would like draw on jackets. And he would and draw Spider Man a lot. Yeah. I'm sure he drew Venom at some yeah. point. So when they asked him to do the song, he was probably like, oh, "I would be honored." <laughs> but we gotta do it in Detroit. It's like you can record the song wherever you want, man. It's, in Detroit, then. <laughs> well, we're gonna record it in Detroit. It's like we kind of expected you to do that. That's like what we're hiring you. To. Uh, and then he's like, "No, but you gotta film." the movie in Detroit too and everybody needs to get Michigan driver's license and buy property here that last beat was Sunday issue by Kyoto it's, it's just funny because it's like we were making we were already making the joke about how it's about him filming this about how he requires people to film stuff in Detroit we were already making that joke and then you just decided to say it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i know <laughs> well i'm just saying in hindsight you know i'm not i'm not trying to dog you here but you know what i'm leaving i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving you for another podcast <laughs> where people just laugh at anything that's what i need uh wouldn't that be nice like, that would I, be nice dude because then but that's the thing if that was the the true case of, of it all then literally everyone would everyone and their mother would have a podcast they already know? do like, there is there is that no that, that does exist that aspect of it but at least people who are recording a podcast then maybe they suck they're not talented but they have the wherewithal to sit down and talk for an hour and you know what at this point in 2022 it's like, yeah i'm like all right you know what it's better than i don't know just playing video games for an hour? Is it? Maybe it's not. You know what's funny? Depends there, on what you're talking about. There are successful podcasts that I can't listen to because there's somebody that I don't like. And I'm like, despite this person being not likable, in my opinion, they, like, this name podcast. Some names. No, I'm not naming names. Come on, let's name some names. No, I feel like that's Are you weird. talking about like, if anyone's listening with Mitch Jones? <laughs> wow, dude, come on, dude. That's not what I'm talking about. Obviously, we love them. They're they're great. They're like family. Yeah, those over guys here. are don't... awesome. That whole that whole team. <laughs> can't spell. Can't spell. Uh, there's no I in team. Nope. Uh... But there isn't win. <laughs> Was that like a? What, were you making a joke just there? Uh, I don't know. At first, I thought you were gonna say there's no I and if, and then I was like, all right, I think I see where he's going here. But then you were just like, you just said a saying that people say that's popular. <laughs> David's at the point now where as long as he just says a sentence with the inflection of humor, it's like it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that works definitely.